So I've noticed it sounded like a different language. So so I've noticed so, so. so. like the Norwegian guys on Family Guy. Yeah. <laughs> so I've noticed around town that signs are going up at businesses saying we're sorry we don't have enough employees. So this or this is limited or this or this functionality is completely gone. Like we have no lobby service, drive through only. And Dunkin' Donuts is a prime example of that. So due to the ineptitude of Starbucks and their employees, yep. I have been forced to go to Dunkin' Donuts. Did you get, to get the coffee wrong, wrong coffee too many times or? Well, as we discussed before, if I go to Starbucks, they don't have what you want. I got a one out of four chance that they're going to have what I want to <laughs> order. Like they're not there would be out of stock or whatever. So the, the other morning, I think it was like a Sunday morning. I, I woke up and in my house, it's nice and cool. Nice. And outside it's super fucking hot. Yes. And I made the decision that it was worth it to me to drive to Starbucks to get an iced coffee. What's your drink? Well, it's it's changed a lot lately. All right. Because of how irritated I've become. You're trying, you're trying to adapt. Right. Sure. Yeah. My drink originally was the sweet cream cold brew. Oh, hell yeah. But... <clears throat> I became so used to the cold brew being not available. Right. That I started just doing iced coffee with heavy cream. Right on. But I've been doing iced coffee with heavy cream for like two or three years now. Oh, this has been ongoing. And when I had the conversation with Eddie on the other podcast, he was like, try the nitro with the sweet cream. It's good. So I tried that, and it was really good. It's like thicker, yeah, and foamier, and it has like a like a smoothness to it. Word, word. That I really like. Come to find out, ordering nitro is the one thing that they're out of the most. Oh no! So now that I'm like, okay, I really do like this. I've gone back and ordered it. And they're like, oh, we don't have any nitro. I guess the way that. <laughs> It's prepared, they can actually be out of it to the point where they cannot create more of it. Right. So they're just straight out of it. And then they pull it from a tap. Yeah. And they keep having all kinds of issues where, oh, we have it, but we can't access it. The tap's broken or whatever. And I was like, well, what the fuck? Like, it's like the McDonald's ice cream machine. Right. So I resort to the standard iced coffee with heavy cream, sure. which as we covered in the other podcast, is supposed to be to this line. Of this ingredient to this line with this ingredient and ice. Great. So that any Starbucks anywhere is going to taste the same. It never fucking tastes the same. It tastes (laughs) different every single day, even if it's the same employee making it. That's every Starbucks I go to, though. Like, I only really enjoy the one I go to in Rifle. So I gave up on Starbucks. I'm just going to be a Dunkin' man from here on out. I can't stand their coffee. I don't like their coffee either. But at least... I know that there it tastes the same every day. You know you can make iced coffee at home. <laughs> I can. And it's much cheaper. Like and like you don't have to go anywhere. But I'm I'm not going to. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. It's become part of my daily routine and now I'm set in my ways. Sure. And making that change is just too much effort. Yeah. So I'm going to continue to disappoint myself and cause myself stress <laughs> right. and spend more money yep. to keep living in the way that I'm accustomed to living, right? <clears throat> to continue to disappoint yourself. <laughs> the iced vanilla latte at Dunkin' is pretty good. Okay. Don't get the iced coffee. No. But get the iced latte. I do appreciate that they'll give you a bigger coffee at Dunkin' than anywhere else. Yeah, True. It's like a 32-ounce coffee. Even if it's not as good, the fact that you gave me more of it... And it's not that ...can much make more. up for yeah, that. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah. For yeah, sure. That's how that works. Yeah. I will drink <laughs> crappy coffee all the way to Junction and not run out. Here's your mediocre coffee. <laughs> yeah. There's more of it, so... Whatever happened to just going to the gas station and buying coffee? What happened to going and supporting your local coffee trader? Okay. Now to be... Oh. 
specifically coffee the trader because co- yeah. it's a local owned business. Cimarron coffee or Cimarron roasters, right? Man, that's probably the best. I mean, they have I've award winning, like nationwide award winning coffee. It's, it's seven dollars. Yeah. So you're paying for what you get. I'd rather pay less to get more get mediocre, more that I like less <laughs> that I can handle. Yeah. yeah, it's not like toilet water, but it's it's. Okay. It would be a real confusing graph. It would of my decision making. <laughs> but I wanted specifically the nitro, and I was like, I'm gonna risk That's it. It's really good. I'm gonna go to Starbucks, and they had it, but the girl made it wrong. Of course. And so I asked the manager, like, <clears throat> this looks different than every other nitro I've ever ordered. Sure. Why? And she's like, oh, that's that's not correct. Let me make you another one. Great. She's really busy. So she cobbles together, like, splash this in and dump this in and gives it to me, and it tastes like shit. And I'm like, I got out of my nice cool room into the hot outdoors and drove down here and spent $6 and didn't get what I wanted. Twice. So really? I, but my other... Well, so there's, there's two separate points that I'm trying to make. I feel you. With this one story. Sure. The, the one is, why are these employees so fucking bad at their jobs? They don't care. And the second point is when did it become acceptable for you to close a function of your business because you don't have enough staff? I can answer both of those things with one problem. Biden? Nope. Okay. <laughs> it goes back okay. way for Well, maybe Biden. I thought we were going to blame Biden. If it was, it was from like way back in the past, Biden. The problem is and was and has been and probably will continue to be the exploitation of the workforce in this country. Okay. So let's stop there. All right. Because I feel like I'm going to agree with you. Sure. (laughs) But I also, what do you mean by exploitation of the world? So, okay. I have 50 team members that work under me across my territory. And in one of those markets, we expect them to feed themselves, feed their families, pay their bills, pay their car payment for seven eighty an hour. Seven eighty. That's in Utah. Serious? Absolutely. They're bra- They one of my uh, uh, one of the managers above me was bragging the other day that yeah, and, and we we don't have a single team member in this market that gets paid over eight dollars an hour. <laughs> so. You're paying them shitty and expecting them to do a better job. That's it. You want you want champagne service on a beer budget, and it's just not going to happen, man. But you have to make these people feel like they matter. If that's the scenario, then does corporate Duncan not know that they have locked their doors and are only letting you go through the drive-through, or is Duncan was- corporate okay with that? I bet you corporate was the one who okayed it. Well, I bet you corporate doesn't know. So we approached this issue in that Utah store where we only had enough staff to really operate the morning shift to to early afternoon without paying exorbitant overtime. And like at a certain point, like you can't, even if you can convince your workers to work 80 hours a week, like you shouldn't, and they can't do that forever. So what do they do? Change the so, like, store hours? The talk was, are we going to change the store's hours? Are we going to... What are we going to do? And what ended up taking place was we sent out an email to every store manager in the district. Everybody sent one team member. We worked out a schedule, paid for hotel rooms, yada, 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 yada. Kept the store open. But, yeah, no, I guarantee they know about it. They, everybody is in such a panic in the corporate world right now that everything is under a microscope. Like, every penny of profit has is, is being observed at such a minute level that it's ridiculous which is funny because we're making them in my experience at least in our company we're making them more money 
at less expense in payroll than has ever taken place before. Right. The margins are probably enormous. Right. Even with parts shortages and stuff getting still stuck in the Suez Canal and at, at stuff like retail that. Retail jobs that I've worked <clears throat> at before and food service jobs. Yeah. The number one thing was always, you're not busy, send people home. Yep. Keep the labor as low as possible. Low as you can. Labor was your biggest controllable factor. Exactly. You can't change how much you're paying for lettuce or bread. Right. Or you, you can control how many people are standing Xbox. around on the clock not Doing selling anything. stuff. But <clears throat> back then, before this labor shortage, we would run a GameStop on one person working for the entire evening. Seriously? And that was completely acceptable to corporate. Right. And it was completely acceptable. It was completely handleable by the employee. Okay. At a lot of stores, you didn't need more than one person. It was nice to have someone to talk to or pass the time with or help you out. Sure. But if we're talking about, hey, did you need somebody last night? Nah. It's like, no. Like, it was fine to handle this by myself. But now, it's like, oh, I better close the drive through because yeah. I have the same amount of staff that I normally have. But now I have an excuse to be able to close the doors. Right. Not that I need to. Right. But because we all just don't want to work as hard because we're getting paid so shitty. That's it. Why should I work harder for the same amount of money? Why should I break my back to make you rich if I'm not going to be able to make ends meet? But two years ago, before Corona, before the free unemployment for everybody. Sure. People were doing that. Yeah. And everything was running according to plan. Right. But the plan sucked. The service (laughs) has gotten significantly worse. Oh, absolutely. Everywhere. And it's hard for me to blame it on worker shortage. Even though that may be what's going on, there were still days where you had to work by yourself at McDonald's because somebody just didn't come in to work. Oh, sure. And you called and you said, Hey, can you come in? Can you come in? And no one would. And nobody could. So you got screwed for the night, but you didn't go lock the fucking door. No. And say, Hey, you guys got to go through the drive through. And like, it almost got to the point where like you bragged about how poorly you were treated at work that day. (laughs) Right. And how how shitty everything fell apart. Exactly. Like you, you, it was a point of pride that you put yourself through that, that you had to go through that. Like you were proud of overworking and not sleeping and being sore and tired and exhausted and yelled at by Karens. And, and that is a change of pace when it's one night out of two weeks. Sure. And I'm sure that when that becomes every day, right. You're like, I'm only getting paid $12 an hour for this. Why? So we're going to branch again, right? As the employee, why don't you just go the fuck home and say, this isn't worth it. I'm not going to deal with this fear is fear of losing your job. I think a lot of people don't understand that if we, as a workforce stood up to these one person to the 1% and proved to them that they have to step, step up and actually take care of us that it would change. They're afraid that what we've been told is if we, every one of us in in this room, I guarantee has at least once been at least explained to that. Oh, nobody's so important that they don't, that they matter. You could quit today and they'd have you replaced tomorrow. Right. Well, that's not true anymore. (laughs) And we're finally starting to prove that to them, but they need the workforce them, that workforce proving it to their corporate overlords is shitting all over everyone coming in to the business mm-hmm. to where maybe they will prove their point, but I'm already, I'm already done being a customer of that place. So then Starbucks gets shut down because the customers made their point by yep. not going in. So then the people who were going to Starbucks to work no longer have jobs. Now it's kind of a, 
Well, that's okay, though, because there's a million other places hiring. For now. <laughs> I mean... Where does it end? It ends with them you know, actually taking you know, care of their people. You accuse me of saying that all the time. You can't remember once ever saying it, can you? I'm like, I'm like I think I said it like three or four times. But okay, okay. But let's pretend that I do say it as often as you insinuate I do. <laughs> okay. Maybe because there's never an answer. MP. Well, I in this, I just like that you say it. I'm not making fun of you. You are making if fun. If I hurt your feelings, laughing at I me apologize. right now. <laughs> but in in this scenario, where does that circle end? Of I don't want to work here. There are eventually, I think, the first week of September, all this unemployment shit ends. Well, yeah, but how many times have they said that now? Well, Especially we with don't. Corona making another. I. My, uh, vision. Sure. <laughs> my opinion. That's not an opinion. No, this is a vision. There right? you go. I like that better. Prophecy. My prophecy. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> this Corona shit. Beard's getting a little long, guys. <laughs> this Corona shit's over with. No one's wearing a mask anymore. There's no signs anywhere that they want you to. No one gives a shit if you've been vaccinated or not anymore right. i don't even hear about this shit i just went to vegas and i've been to vegas 10 times in my life it was just as packed as every other time that i've been there really no one on the strip walking around no one is wearing a mask really employees in the casinos aren't wearing masks no one anywhere is even thinking about this shit anymore Wild. people are on vacation they're over it. from all over the country yeah. So I don't imagine the government stepping in and saying, hey, because we realize Corona is causing such a problem, like we're going to extend this unemployment. I think that, and I could be wrong, I just think that we've hit a wall where whether Corona continues to make people sick and get spread around, that will continue to happen. Right. right. Yeah. It's but here to stay. Corona as a concern is over. Is is over, even if variants and mutations of it are popping up. Sure. And making people sick. People are done talking about it. Right. It's, it's it's over. You'll hear about it on the news from time to time, but I don't see any more government assistance coming in. Well, countries in Europe are saying Americans, you can go to Germany now. You can go to Austria. You you can fly now. So. They fly now? Where does it end? Yeah. Um, that was a Star Wars reference. Was it? They fly now? Yeah, from episode nine. Right. When the stormtrooper has the jetpack right. or whatever. Oh, and yeah. Whatever. <laughs> I liked it. Sorry I let you down. <laughs> but when, when the unemployment ends... Which, let's just for this conversation. We can have this conversation again in September. When, right? We're, when we're right or wrong, yeah. It's set to end. Yeah. People are going to have to go back to work. Theoretically. Is the shit service here to stay? Is Are the shit employees? Just because you don't like your job. Or just because other people are getting unemployment. Doesn't mean that you're not already at work and you can't make the drink correctly. So the problem I'm encountering Go ahead. isn't that they don't care about the job. They don't want the job. They hate the job. At this point, it's burnout. Okay. If you've been working 60 to 70 hours a week for yeah. the last year and a half. Your essential workers, or I've been, as I've been coining them, sacrificial workers are done. They're out of gas. They but, haven't been able to take their vacations. A lot of them. I've got three three stores that haven't been given days off since April. But that's that's he's talking about crap service. So let, we're gonna but we're we're gonna. I'm sure they're giving crap service. We're gonna though. get back. We're we're gonna look at the people who. Let's say you're a younger, a high schooler. I've been there, and you got a job. I was at, there too. You know, Subway. <laughs> I was actually at McDonald's, but okay. And, 
and you're oh, you're yeah. calling in like once a week, and you might be surprised by why you still have a job. Well, you still have a job because no one else is working. Yeah, they need you. So the crap service is going to be here until the workforce wakes back up and starts showing back up, because the people who are willing to work, even part part time, they can't let them go because right. they have to keep them on because they need warm bodies. Oh yeah, and you know, when the people that are pulling in the 300 bucks a week unemployment aren't getting that anymore. They will go back to work. Yeah. At that point. Cause they have to have money. And then there's, and then there's competition to keep your job then. So then your performance goes up because Holy crap, this guy showed up now and he's doing a better job than I am. But to Mike's point of the workforce sticking it to the man, that shit has two months to, to finalize itself. Before people have but, to go back, and to, to me, it's less. I mean, it's it's a great thought, and maybe some of them do have the mentality that like we're gonna sit around and and soak this up as long as we can to stick it to the man. See, and I don't think that's the case at all, dude. I think they're freaking exhausted. But didn't you just talk about people are trying to stick it to the man? No. The, see, this is the problem that the other side takes from what I say in this. I'm not saying they're sticking it to the man at all. I'm saying that they've been mistreated by the man for so long and for so such a shitty way that they've got nothing left in the tank to give anymore. The good service isn't an option anymore because they're all they've got left is the bare minimum. They know they have to get up in the morning because they're not collecting unemployment. They have to go to work, but all they've got in the tank is, uh, yeah, dude, how can I help you? All right, so it takes the same amount of energy <laughs> to pour coffee in a cup up to a line mm-hmm. or a little bit below it or a little bit above it. Sure. I, you, I can walk in and order my coffee and you can tell me to go fuck myself and give me the finger. <laughs> but if you make my coffee the right way, I'm actually happy. Then I'm happy with this transaction. Damn straight. You're not wrong. So you're probably happier with that than some friendly conversation. Yeah, aren't you? Right. Right. Honestly. Because yeah. like, then it's honest. <laughs> what the fuck do you want today? <laughs> and then make it. <laughs> if, if you didn't make the drink at all, sure. like I paid you for it, and you're just like, I'm, I'm not going to make it. That's doing less work. Yeah. That's being like, I don't give a shit. Right. But if you're going to make my drink, just, I'm not asking too much of you to make it correctly and and i'm not i'm what i'm saying is that they're not intentionally fucking up your drink i'm saying they're past their capacity to provide the service that you're paying for or they don't care because there's no one competing for that job i see i think it's very possibly just both and it's probably somewhere in the middle of that yeah because but from the owner manager corporate level the one thing i've learned is that they don't give a shit about any of that. So if you try to tell them, oh, I'm tired, or we don't have any staff. Too bad. They're like, well, why didn't you hire someone? Exactly. And you're like, oh, well, the workforce is really thin right now. Nobody wants to work So you're telling me that you can't find anyone? No matter what excuse you give to your corporate overseer, they have done that job, and they are so good at it, that they know exactly what to say to you to where you have nothing to say back to them. Right. Well, yeah, they've been the a hundred thousand, you know, different camps and right. corporate get togethers to learn how to make your manager feel like it's their fault for things not working properly. Well, it's their, they've gotten to where they are in their corporate world by manipulating and negotiating. But I feel yeah, like they're experts at it. If I ran that Duncan, if I, I don't know if, they're owned or, or franchised. Or right. I'm not sure. Right. But if I heard, Oh, you, you shut the doors and you only allow people in the drive through the drive through. So what you have people that walked from their house down the street and they that are, what are they doing? You. Like, are they walking yeah. through the drive? They can't. That's, uh, that's cause against that's against, rules. right. There's some sort of safety shit. With I don't know that. if it's a law or just like policy, but yeah, ninety percent of the time they won't let you do that. So you're turning money away. Yep. Like there's just not. If 
the owner manager is okay with that, then the burnout has reached a level that it has not reached before. Correct. When they're not the one percenters, but that level, let's say they're the 10 percenters. Right, right, right. When you have that type of attitude at the 10 percenter level, that's how you get a little Caesars, right? (laughs) Exactly. And little Caesars probably is running the same now as it always has. Right. Little Caesars is like the perennial. Is that the right word? Doesn't that mean it blooms once a year? Yeah. It's not annual. I don't know. I always get it backwards. Little Caesars would be an example of you to bring in someone from 20 years ago. Yep. And be like, this is what happens when you give everybody free unemployment or whatever. Sure. Right. Like, let's watch how this runs. And it could be, you know, 2024 <laughs> at Little Caesars and it would be running just exactly like it's running the same. Yeah. right now. But everyone avoids that place completely. Like David won't even go there. <laughs> I don't get it. That's what's I happening. Go there all the time. That's what's happening to me with Starbucks, and that's what's happening with Dunkin'. And those are places I go to one of those or Cimarron every single day. Sure. For I've been going to Starbucks every day for years. And now it's gotten to the point where it's like, well, like I, it's just not even worth going there anymore. Every time I go to Coffee Trader, they have the drink I want, just so you know. I just don't like They mistreat their trader. employees, though. You said that before. Yeah. Because Michael worked there. And in all fairness, like I said before, too, he was a lazy teenager at the time. So. I have a hard time. I have a hard time, like, m- when my kids come and complain about their bosses or coworkers. Dude, right. I'm like, okay. How much of this is you? I know. No. How much of this is you? Yeah. That's hard. But it sounds like that complaining is now being taken by the bosses and the owners. And they're saying, oh, you're right. They have to be you're right because they don't have anyone applying for jobs. Yep. But they're now transferring all of that shit onto the customers. A little bit of money is better than no money. There used to be a time where it was like, you have to get this done. That's like some old man complaining about the way things used to be. Like back in my day, like we didn't accept no for an answer if the girl didn't want to have sex. We just kept on trying. (laughs) Having sex with him anyway. (laughs) You're not wrong, dude. (laughs) We just just kept going anyway. It didn't matter. That's true. They did. No meant maybe. Yep. Right. Just keep on trying. Like, go on, Zach Morris. Like, just get keep, at it. Yeah. yeah. But no, it, unless there's a fundamental paradigm shift, it's just going to go back to the same problems there always has been. And it's that the rich stay rich and the middle managers get to stay over here and keep everyone else down. And it sucks. But if you want your coffee to be perfect every day with a smile, that's what you got to have, I guess. Paradigm. Do you guys like it when I give you the option of one of two? I love that. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. Yeah. All right. I'm down for. Did whatever. we ever get to the cowboy? The cowboy. I think I just made that up. You suck. I've been sitting on that for a month. The cowboy. <laughs> we talked about the rodeo. We talked about the Mexican. It was the Mexican. You're right. Forgive me. Forgive me. I think somewhere along there was a joke about a Mexican cowboy, which was just combining his two teaser stories. Yep. Cow person. A cow person. Cow people. You want to talk about living outside your means? Oh, yeah. Sure. Or do you want to talk about forgiveness? Forgiveness. How how are we not going to talk about the 11 people who just stand off of the cops saying the laws of this country, they don't recognize the laws of this country. How is that not a topic for conversation? I don't know anything about this. I've never heard of this. Oh. I heard about the guy that got shot by the cop because he shot the guy that was shooting people. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Did you hear about that? Yeah. No. <laughs> that sounds... He was... This, there was a dude with a, like an assault rifle or whatever shooting people. So the dude, the citizen, killed the dude 
that was shooting people killed the mass shooter. Yeah. And then went and picked up the mass shooter's AR. That was a bad idea. And then got shot that by was the an police for and sure. killed. And everybody was like, "What a hero!" It's like, eh, well, I'm not, I'm not so sure uh, about that. How does heroism and stupidity parallel, though? <laughs> What's you rarely have something that you bring that you want to talk about. I, I so, just so I get these. Cool I don't know nerd, anything about these it. cool news alerts on my happy phone sometimes. Right on. And one that came across yesterday, the day before, was eleven men stand off with a police force claiming that <laughs> they do not recognize the laws of this country. There was no shots fired. That's all, amazing. All, all 11 men were arrested. Sure. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm like, how are you going to be like, I don't recognize the laws of this country <laughs> while you're like Where moving through the laws of I this country? I guess it was country. like on the highway. Yeah. <laughs> An hours-long standoff with a group of heavily armed men that partially shut down Interstate 95 ended Saturday with 11 suspects in custody, Massachusetts State Police said. Oh, that's why. It's because it was up north. Yeah, way up north. <laughs> if that was in the south, they'd all be dead. They'd all be dead. <laughs> Massachusetts. Weird, right? That's a weird... So they're all white. It's gotta be. What? All 11 of them? And... <laughs> They were armed. And First of all, killed. none of them got shot. So that saying. makes me think they're all white. They're heavily they're, armed and they were not shot. They're they're, they're white. white. Yeah. yeah. And it was in Massachusetts. Massachusetts. They should change the name of that state. To what? Something more pronounced? Damn Yankees. <laughs> that, was, that was a great band. The Damn Yankees. Yeah. It was all right. I, I know it, though. They're okay. Nugent by itself. I was like, eh. A little oh, is that Nuge? Yeah. I hate yeah. that man so much. I figured you. Yeah. That's I not hate a surprise. that man so much. I once stood in line for an hour and a half for his autograph, too. What's, what? So you could, like, spit on it in front of him? No. Like, uh, it was like me and Billy's first date. Uh, I guess he was signing autographs at the Sportsman's Warehouse up in Junction. So, yeah, we drove all the way up there, stood in line for, like, an hour and a half. He signed a thing and we left. But now you hate him. I don't know. Because of his gun shit now. Because of all of his insane right wing shit. Yeah, that's why I love him because he's so. That's you out know, there. And like it's yeah. almost a comical level. Yeah. Of extreme extremity. Yeah. Extremities. Not like your limbs. Those are extremities. Yes. Well, what do you have to say about this? I think it's nuts. You wanted to talk about it. I was just wondering why it wasn't a topic for discussion because somehow, oh, I, okay, I'm not sure how. Probably because you... nothing came of it. Like, we talked about it. These guys straight up said, "We do not recognize the laws of this country." Oh, dude, that happens all the time. There's people that they say they're like sovereign citizens. The sovereign citizens like movement, that. dude, they're insane. And like, the, the, is this like think... worse than QAnon? Or oh, is it like alongside that level of insanity for sure. I don't understand they think that. that there's like a specific phrase that you can say to like a police officer where if you say like, I'm a sovereign citizen, I don't recognize the your, laws. Your laws. That it's like a loophole to where you're suddenly like, they're like, Oh, <laughs> right. Oh, you're, you're go, one of those. You, okay. You my apologies, sir. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Usually ends with the police breaking your driver's side window and dragging you out can, of the car. Can we speak to your ambassador of your sovereign country, no sir? No joke, dude. God. <laughs> You'll see them driving around with, like, no tags on their license plate or, like, just, like, a handwritten license plate. Yeah. They think, I'm not driving. I'm traveling. Yeah. <laughs> Forgiveness. Go. Okay. Let's do it. Even though we've yep. touched on this already. Yeah. You and I had this conversation. You, Joni, and I bit. had this conversation. Oh, by the way, Out. thank you, Joni and Miss Megan, Megan Rossman for being producers of the show or Atlas members of the show. We had no questions this week. They don't love us I, anymore. But that doesn't stop us from we having even to we even them. talked to Miss Megan Rossman in person yesterday, and she she made fun of us for it. <laughs> she made fun of you for talking. Not to really. Her in no, she was just laughing at it. We had made fun of her last week. <laughs> if you and I have a conversation that is not on this podcast okay that doesn't that conversation out. never happened well okay <laughs> what 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 listeners don't know happens is we'll be talking either the three of us or all, sean and all I, of us for sure whatever 
And sometimes Sean will be like, we're not going to talk about this because this is good podcast material. <laughs> so this podcast has ruined some decent conversations we could have in person <laughs> at that time because we need to pause and wait for the podcast. But if you ahead. have the conversation again... It loses it's a lot integrity. of the magic. I understand. Which is why we should have podcast dinner after the podcast. <laughs> I can't eat after. No. Don't you get heartburn? You're, we're old now. I can't eat past a certain <laughs> time where I'm getting heart, heartburn. <laughs> Dude, I, I wake up with heartburn. What's the difference? No, I don't want it. It's bad. Forgiveness. It's more than saying sorry. Is there... It might take a minute to get back to the crux of this conversation. Sure. sure. But who, Mike, is forgiveness for? If you forgive someone, it's for you. Okay. And that's what you think as well. Yes. And I... That's also what Joni thinks. That's fine. She's not here to give her I'm opinions. just I'm just letting the listeners know that you're out number three to one. <laughs> I mean, I'm willing to bet that most of the things that I think would be outnumbered. I'm just, look, I just have to keep the scoreboard clear, okay? I'm not going to change. Love doesn't keep score, Dave. I'm not going to change the way that I think just because you tell me that you think differently. You would disrespect me completely. Is a Republican? Anyone understand? I don't need you to agree with me to be right. See? Let's try to get back to <laughs> the reason why this conversation came up. I don't know. You were getting pretty irritated that day. Do you... I don't remember what started it or what made it come up. But where we got stuck in the conversation was that... I don't think that forgiveness benefits the person who forgives. Really? I believe that if I were to forgive someone who wronged me, David says that that will help me let it go. And that will help me move past it and not hold that inside me anymore. Sure. But if that person wronged me and I forgive them, it then gives that person the freedom to feel, oh, they're over it. Right. Oh, they're not mad at me anymore. I don't need to be stressed or awkward. I don't need to anymore. feel bad about what I did anymore. Right. And I want that person to feel bad about what they did. Who I cares what they do with it? I do. Because he's the one that's been wronged. I don't want you to feel better about the horrible thing that you did to me. Exactly. And if I forgive you, then you think that I have now become okay with it. Forgiving someone isn't giving, isn't telling them what they did was okay. It's not telling them that you want them back in your life. It's not telling them, you know, all sort of the things that, they, that you, that you presented that evening. You forgiving them and saying, I'm over what you did to me. Right, but because it's not going to occupy any more of my headspace. But I'm completely capable of letting it go and it not bothering me. That person doesn't even without... know you forgave them. It's not like you. It's not like in a weird situation where someone wronged me ten years ago, and I think about it like oh, I'm over it. I'm not going to seek them out on Facebook. Like BT Dubs, bro. People do. I that. forgive you. People do that all the time. Well, that's on them. But I need to forgive someone for me, not but, for them. But isn't it one of those steps of like Alcoholics Anonymous where you have to for, go and ask and, for forgiveness and speak to those so, people? Real quick. Psychologists define forgiveness as a conscious, deliberate decision to release feelings of resentment or vengeance towards a person or group that has harmed you. So, yes, forgiving someone is releasing them from the debt of harm they've caused you. If we're going by that definition, which I guess that wouldn't be my personal definition of forgiveness, but maybe my definition of it in my head is wrong. Sure. 
in that case, it goes right with what you're saying that I wouldn't even need to tell that person me saying that I've let it go and that it's not bothering me anymore. I guess by that definition, that is the forgiveness. You're right? releasing them of their. So I have no issue with that cost, but you see a lot of times where people will have a conversation and they'll be really mad at each other. And the one person will say, you know, I, I forgive you for what has happened in the past or whatever. Sure. Or it could even be between like you and your wife or something. And you say, you just had a small argument and you're like, I forgive you. Now your wife feels like that's no longer a problem. But I feel like there are things that I don't want to forgive you for because in the future, if you were to do them again, I'm going to be more angry than if you'd just done it once. Well, and, and that's on their side because I was raised, you apologize. The apology is the admission that you're going to try and not do that again. That's you saying, I'm sorry for what I did. I'm going to try not to repeat that behavior. You know, people can say they're sorry. Like we say, I love you and I hate you. And that's cool. We can overuse any word we want to. Right. But I can forgive someone and tell them I forgive you, but I don't want you in my life anymore. Period. Like you've been forgiven, but you're not going to have access to hurt me again. I think if somebody did something that's for grandness, I think that's, I'm over it. I forgive it. I mean, what you just read, if I'm over it, that's fine. I don't need to give you access to hurt me again. You seen like the real life court TV or mm-hmm. like the 2020 stories right, and right. Shit, where <clears throat> someone murdered your child. Sure. And the dad speaks in court. And the dad's like, I forgive you for what happened. Why would you ever fucking say that? For you. I don't know. Yeah. Like, what what is that doing for you to forgive that person? I would be mad at that person forever. I would never want that person to think like, hey, I'm okay that you did this now. Right. Like, don't worry about it, bro. It's like, cool. No, no big deal. You're misconstruing. You can forgive in your heart without giving them a pass for their actions. But the, well, then keep that to yourself. That was the right? definition I just read was giving them a pass for their actions. To them or in your head? It's relieving them of the guilt. But think, you don't have to tell them that. I think that's that's the the sticking point. The crux for you. I think that the forgiveness in general in your head to yourself for you is completely fine. Sure. But you're acting like no one ever says I forgive you to the person. I'm not saying that either. Okay. In that situation, in the situation where we were discussing involved an ex-husband and kids that are going to be involved forever. Right. So there does have to be some level of grace and or forgiveness so the kids don't end up more jacked up than they might be. That happens too, though. If if the parents are openly hating one another. Right. But and that does happen too, though. It's an ideal, but it's not the norm. And then I would say that there's a pretty big difference between actively hating and acting casual and forgiveness. I don't need to forgive you to interact with you. Right. I can interact with you and talk about the fucking dentist appointment without forgiving you. I think if you hold on the bitterness, it starts seeping into any, every other part of your life, how you treat people you love go in circles, people you want around you. It can, because you can let that go. But there's also such a thing as righteous anger. Righteous anger isn't the same as not forgiving somebody. Agree to disagree. There's a lot of different ways to look at that. I 
specifically just have a problem with letting the other person off the hook for how shitty they've been just so that you can well feel like you forgave someone there's like, another there's another thing at play here you you don't believe in an afterlife so you believe these people have to pay for what they did here and now i believe they'll get theirs so ah uh, but well, so they need to forgive them because they're going to get theirs anyway. But I if, believe they'll get theirs. But they so it's not up they, to me. They won't, still a vengeance though because they can just ask Jesus for forgiveness if they mean it. That's between him and th- them and Jesus. I know, but you can't. Then you, you can't sit here and feel comfortable that this person that wronged you is going to get the shit end of the stick and go to hell because maybe he goes to heaven if Jesus really convicts that person. There's going to be a bigger payment there yeah, than now. You, like, gonna like, sound, like, like, why it sounds so dumb, but now you're putting your faith in Jesus. <laughs> what? You've got a point. Right? You may have oh, a point oh, there. Oh. That's crazy. <laughs> he might've hit something, but my point to that argument is then you're, then you're not forgiving. You're still holding on to the opportunity of vengeance, whether it be no, laid down, I am not. hold on, whether it be laid down by you or by your faith, you're still hoping that they get theirs. No, there's no hoping. There's I've let it go. You're someone else's problem. Yeah. I'm I'm done with it. Okay. Now being done with it doesn't mean I give you the opportunity to keep hurting me. Because I do have walls. That but you are sometimes. giving them the opportunity to hurt others because they've not paid for their actions and learned that it was bad. Maybe they have. Maybe they have it. And and that's that's what kills me about his argument is. That, but I if if I there agree if, if there's them. a crappy person being crappy, guess what? I know crappy people who are crappy today. They were crappy twenty years ago. Yep. They still haven't learned. They should. Someone As should a matter of fact, them. they but, get worse. But maybe people have gone to that person and been like, "I forgive you," and that or, person. Or maybe people have like been like, like you are about it. Like I'm over you, and they still. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if a, a person's gonna be crappy. They're gonna be crappy. This is why we shouldn't have gone away from an eye for an eye. There's, there's a, there is a little bit to be said of the hope that someone has been so shitty to so many people and those people that they've been shitty to continue to hold that person accountable for their shitty actions to where they think maybe I should change something about myself right. to not be so shitty whereas if you just forgive someone every time they're shitty the severity of their action is greatly decreased because it's like oh i did this horrible thing but but you forgave me a week later so why does it matter it's not that big of a deal you got over you got over it in a week but you're not talking to me anymore i don't have access to hurt you like that anymore but everyone else gets to get hurt by that person. Again. I think there are a lot of people. But, that... but you doing you doing something for recompense doesn't guarantee anything is going to do. It. As a matter of fact, and then you have to deal with what might happen inside your own head if you get what you think well, might be just, coming to you. You've always said though that we need to be stronger inside and be able to handle our own shit like that. Okay, right. So we need to be stronger, but not everyone that. is. They need to be. Well, what do you think about the people, the girls? That Uh-oh. it doesn't have to be girls. <laughs> the, the the people that have a shitty partner. Okay. And they're objectively shitty. Okay. Right? Like you hear this bad story, you see this bad thing, and they they forgive them and they continue on in the relationship. And they forgive them and they continue on. And then ten years later still the same behavior and nothing's changed. They haven't removed the person from their life. They are constantly forgiving. The other person isn't learning because they're being let off the hook. But okay. So see, that's where we go back to. You can forgive without giving them the access to hurt you. They, they need to have cut them, the other person out for well, sure. Drop, drop the forgiveness from it. Just that scenario in general. The, there has to be, a point where the person takes Pays. it upon themselves to leave the relationship. Yes, absolutely. Right? Yeah. But I feel like the reason that they're not 
leaving the relationship is because they're finding it within them to do the forgiving. I think that's more than that. It's more often that they're afraid to do anything but. Well, they they have been in in most most of these conditions. They've been they've been indoctrinated. Trained, yes. To like, I can't find anyone better, or I can't. I don't deserve. If better. I leave this person, I'm I will never find somebody else, or whatever. I deserve this level. I right. Yeah. And in that case, then you need to freaking forgive yourself for thinking Dude, those straight things. Straight up. And, yes. But people have this misconception. That forgiveness is like, well, here's a freaking doormat. It doesn't work that way. Forgiveness is for the person who was wronged, not the person who did the wronging. I can sit here and hold a grudge forever if I want to, but all that's doing is poisoning me. And then I run into something in my life, and it triggers all sorts of memories. I'm like, oh, crap, I haven't forgiven this person for what they did to me, and it's, it's affecting me now. So I need to let that crap go because it doesn't matter. But and they you, may they may still be being crappy to people. But you wouldn't go tell them. No, not then necessarily. I am fine with that. Yeah, I can okay. agree with that. I don't call that. Uh, it, I, I think I agree with as, you without calling it the same. Right. Thing. I don't call that forgiveness. I, I, I call that coming to terms with it. I call it like just letting it it's go. just nomenclature it at that poisoning point. you anymore. No, that's the point. You know, absolutely. Have you not. gotten past what they're doing? That's what they've done it, to you. You're letting it go. You but, forgave them. You didn't say what you did was okay. But you I said would, I forgive what you did. But I would never me. want them to know that. I exactly. would want them to continue to feel remorse for what they to did. There's a good possibility if they hurt you like that, they don't care. Oh no, there's a very large point <laughs> point of that. I mean. Yes, most likely. <laughs> Which totally puts the whole no like the theory that if I let them know they hurt me, like some people love that. Like they're like, good, you deserved it. It's like okay, well now I want to fold you in half. Exactly because, because you are an actual jerk and you're a dragon. You're the poison of this world. So, exactly. And then and then I start thinking things I shouldn't be thinking anyway. So why not? Because I shouldn't want to be killing people. God has sent people to kill people for centuries. No, not for centuries. Yeah, Only centuries 6, and years. just 6,000 years. 10,000. Again, no. That's 10,000. The Crusades. God didn't do that. They were told by a, God. A man's they were interpretation. The church. A man's interpretation of a couple of verses from the Old well, Testament did that. What has been stated above is below is to be held true above. It's in the book. <laughs> you could take things out of context all day long. <laughs> I could twist things around all day long. At the end of the day, those people were fighting and killing they, in the faith in there. Some faith. of them were believed they were doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Some of them were doing it just because they were given permission to do so. Oh, absolutely. Sure. You know, but yeah, that's, people, that some, is not, some that's people not, do just like killing. That's not, I forgot what, what <laughs> some people do just like killing but No, I'm not saying that's you. No, I haven't killed in a while. It's been a day or two, but <laughs> What about the pedophiles? Yeah, they can go. What about the pedophiles? They can go. Where's it end? Absolutely. In a fiery pit. It's just to get them ready for the next one. Right. <laughs> yeah. I think there's, we agree without calling it the same thing. There's a... There's an alpha male. Uh-oh. I don't, I don't know the word mentality I'm just gonna cut that out so there's an alpha male mentality well done attached to <laughs> the forgiveness that I wouldn't want to grant to that other person you feel like you're bowing to them like like all oh, that that beta dude you know he came back to me five years later and apologized to me because, like, he knew that he had to. Right? I won. We haven't talked in five years. And then you came to me because you missed me so much that you wanted me back in your life. You couldn't just let it go and we, us never talk again. That's I didn't, weird, dude. I don't know about that. I didn't come to you. You came and sought me out because you wanted me back. I don't think I can care about anything that much. 
That sounds more like, yeah, you're like, you just want to win. I, I hate the whole right. alpha male, male <laughs> beta male. But people have that I get mentality. It. I hear you. You're saying because you have that mentality. Right? You did something <laughs> shitty to me. And then I came to you and said, hey, man, I forgive you for the shitty thing that you did. That person is then going to be like, oh, like what a chump. Maybe. Like, what a pussy. Like, you came in a... Maybe. You came... Maybe. Maybe that person would be like, holy crap, that took a lot for him to do that. He's more more alpha than I will ever be. He's an apex predator. (laughs) He's freaking Godzilla to my little alpha wolf. You just told me that they probably never even thought about it again. (laughs) So... I don't know. I'm just... (laughs) Do y'all really worry about that shit? No. Do I, I, like, sit at home and... Like who's above have who? And... This enter my mind when I'm thinking about forgiving someone. Right, right. No. Cool, cool, cool. When we're talking about it in terms of, would you want to forgive someone? Okay. There are things that have happened to me in my life that I have let go. Oh, of course. But I wouldn't say that I forgave them. <laughs> so just fucking say that I've got a bunch of shit in my brain. That I feel bad about because I've been holding on to it for so long. Stuff you did? And I... No, stuff that people have done to me. Okay. That's clouding my brain. I got you. Because I haven't forgave them. Right. So it's all in here and it's all bouncing around. poisoning you. Poisoning me. I don't see how... Me just being like, oh, I forgive that person. Sitting in my room by myself. And say, oh, I, I forgive them. Now I feel better. Well, okay. Let's say out loud just for saying it, you're right. Wouldn't do a damn thing. But if you could actually do it, it could help you heal. But did I even do it if that person doesn't know that I did it? Yes. Yeah, because they don't, ma- they don't matter. It's for you. They're the piece of shit that hurts you. They don't matter for shit. I just don't, I don't agree with not, that if in general. Now, if, if you, you could scorch the, the square of earth that they live on by doing it, I'd be all about that. If you do but, anything and no one else knows that you did it, you didn't fucking do a thing. Really? That's not true. Yeah, that's totally <laughs> no, true. No, that's not true at all, dude. You do things to yourself for yourself every fucking day. I they, do things matter. to myself for myself so that other people see that I did them. <laughs> What's the point of me being a better person if I just sit in my room for the rest of my life by myself? Because then you get to enjoy your own company of being a better person. I don't enjoy that at all. I enjoy the acceptance of my friends. And I enjoy the fact that you you guys... Why do you think you get that? What do you mean? Why do you think you have the acceptance of your friends? If I was a nobody that did nothing, you wouldn't be friends with me. You like me because of who I am. No, we like you because of how you are. Okay, sure, same thing. But you wouldn't know how I am if I was just doing it down the street in a fucking dark closet. (laughs) You only know it because you see me do it and you interact with me. True. There could be people out there teleporting themselves to different planes of existence (laughs) or interacting with aliens on a daily basis There probably are right but if if we don't know that they're doing it it doesn't even exist it matters for them but we would think they were so cool if we knew that they were doing what does that matter to 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 them it matters because they're doing it they don't give a shit what we think about it no man if you do something that awesome and no one knows that you did it, it doesn't even matter that you did it. I spend 60 hours a week, literally doing everything in my power to make my managers and my team members lives easier. And every single step of the way it is done in a way that is not look at me, look at this cool thing I did. It's twisting little knobs and changing little things in the background to make the whole ship run better. And that's how I benefit from it. And I know I did it. And I think that's pretty, I think I'm pretty awesome 
because the end result is everyone moving forward more gracefully and more peacefully and more successfully. So it means nothing to you for someone to come and say, man, you're awesome at your job. I'll tell them. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. But you just tell them that it doesn't actually do anything for it doesn't change anything for me. It doesn't no. make you feel better about yourself. No, I, I, I appreciate, I will appreciate them taking the time to notice it, but it's not what I do it for. So you're just doing it for yourself. Yeah. I'm greedy as fuck. Because if I do that and they all succeed moving forward at a greater speed, the end result is I get 1% of the end result. And if that end result is bigger, my 1% is even bigger. You're saying you're doing it all for yourself because you're super greedy, but you're the one out of the three of us that wants to make the world a better place. For, for me. Every... <laughs> oh, no. If it's better for oh, everyone, no. it's better for me. If everyone's happy and just doing their shit and not being evil to one another, I don't have to deal with that shit. Not being evil to one another. Where's the fun in that? I know, right? Why even have a personality? Why, why do anything if it's not for the feedback that you get from others about it? Absolutely, I agree. Why do any of it? Don't do that. Just be yourself. <laughs> Cut the bullshit. Don't do any of that. Just do what's right. But you being yourself is based on how others have treated you for it. Because when you were a kid and you were yourself and you got made fun of or bullied, you changed the way that you acted so that would happen less. Actually, I got angry and did stupid shit about it back then. But Oh, you fought back? Oh, God, yes. Yes. But it's and they all... didn't they didn't learn a goddamn thing. They learned that their head hurt the next day and that I'm an asshole. Well, it isn't about what they learn. It it is about the selfishness of yourself. But the selfishness of myself is that I want other specific other people to like me. Right. I just think you, you can't hold on to that, man. You can't, because you, you can only control that to a certain point of how much someone likes you. In the end, it really, what really matters is how much you like the dude staring back at you in the mirror. I don't... The measure of how much I like myself is based on what other people think about me. I could be the coolest dude, like, somehow we can measure this right mm -hmm. and there's a chart and i'm the i'm number one how about that out of all eight billion people you're one of the best people i know dude absolutely i'm number one on the chart you're right up there with my brother dayton and he was like i i don't have proof that he wasn't an angel but if nobody knows that i'm the coolest person ever it means nothing to me but they will know that by your actions but that's what that their actions to me is what makes me feel good Fair knowing enough. that David likes me makes me feel good. Just being likable does nothing for me. Hmm. Right. It's well, now I'm curious, is this really you or do you just put on multiple different masks depending on who you're with to be liked by different people? Right. It's, it's 40 years of acting. However, I was at that stage in my life. Right. Right. And then, Dude, I've told you when I was a kid and I played sports, I was a shitty sport. I got super pissed when I lost. Of course. I yes. got in fights. I bit people. I was an asshole That's to right, everybody. You were a biter. And I was like, <laughs> no one fucking likes me. Mm -hmm. So, yes, I made a conscious decision to be a better person. And then you're going to try to stick me with the label of, oh, so you're not being true to yourself. You're just I was asking a question. Let's not let's not get carried well, you away. You <laughs> could you could nitpick it, saying that you're taking external feedback from the world, and changing yourself to be a better person is actually you not being yourself. Like there's a line in there somewhere where oh so you're just being how people want you to be, and it's like well yeah, I'm making myself a better person. Sure. No one has a problem with someone making themselves a better person. No. But if you say that you're changing yourself based on societal feedback, 
you want to say, oh man, you just got to be yourself. And it's like, there's nothing fake happening. Okay. Where I act like this around you and when I'm with Mason, we just talk shit about you the whole time. Right. right like right. you do in elementary school, you know? Sure. But. That oddly wouldn't surprise me. I could see that. Fucker stole my name. <laughs> I wasn't trying to insinuate. I was just trying to clarify. Well, you can look at it either way, right? It all depends on... No. I think there's a difference between taking... People don't like when I bite them when we lose. <laughs> and saying, I'm going to remove that from my personality. But that's who I am. Right. So that's different than... You know, I know someone who you can literally watch them change depending on who's in the room, and we we all have that to a degree I've anyway because we're yeah. more comfortable with someone or whatever. But when it's so drastic, like you were just saying this one thing, and now you're saying the completely opposite thing because this person's here, that's different. So I was just trying that's to fake. measure, like, because I've never seen you be like that, but the way you're presenting it was like, what? You made it sound like that is something you would do, right? Like, I want this person to like me, so today. I'm a Trump supporter. I want this person like me. Today, I support Biden. Well, (laughs) the difficult side to that is that now I exist on here. Right. There's like record. There's there's a record of how I feel about shit that I can't necessarily do that. Yeah. But I'm not who I was when I was 20. And I'm not who I was when I was 30. Well, you shouldn't be. So I'm not me anymore. No. There you are. That's not you anymore. You are. You're, you're, you're just. You're just evolving. Who yeah. am I? You're you. That's not. How well do you really know your best friend? I'm the dude playing the dude, pretending to be another dude. Pretending to be another.